What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Extra Slice episode 17, brought to you by the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatte. Joining me, as always, we have the mayor of Stardew Valley in Eorzea, Chris Montalbano. What's up, what's up, what's up? The most degenerate squid in the sea, Jalen Roberts. The hands are still hot. The Akoski Durag, Madrid Devon. Loba is a support class, so that means those thick thighs save lives. And the coolest guy in the podcast, Robot Joestar. Drake! <laughs> we got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about Apex Legends, Unreal Engine, Tony Hawk, and PlayStation. Alright, so now that we've made it past the intro successfully once, uh, Josh, what you been on this week? Yo, listen, so I popped in Uncharted 2 again. Because I knew I had to finish it eventually. I was like, you know what? I haven't played. I haven't really sat down and played anything that I got in a while. So let me just go ahead and pop in Uncharted 2 real quick. Finish that out. Because I was right at the end. I knew it was at the end. So I just I just needed to, to round it out. Finished it. And it, I liked it so much. I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and go into Uncharted 3. Let me just go ahead and start it. And that was like, that was like later on um, yesterday. And... I gotta say, I definitively like love this game as a platformer. I think it's like the best one I've ever played, to be honest. Like cla- when it comes to like classic and like the new some of the newest stuff I played, like Uncharted Three is super nice. It has it has a lot of flaws, right? Because I played like playing the se- playing the second one into the third one, like mm-hmm. it has its flaws. Like immediately, like, I noticed like the way it shoots is very very different from the second one because the second one like it's the second one's a little bit more guaranteed the third one you gotta have a little bit more you gotta find you gotta find a shot really right for, and they tune the every single uncharted they tune the shooting just a little bit yeah like, you could tell like a suit like you see when like the gun like the guns felt a little bit heavier than they did in the second one like once you get adjusted that is is, is better but I don't know. Also, I didn't know if it was like the. I don't know if I, I might just like not buy as many discs anymore because every disc game that I have is just like messes up. Like it, it glitches crazy. Like it, it'll like shoot you across the. Uh, it'll just shoot you across the screen into like the the ocean, all of a sudden really? randomly. Yeah, and not only and no, that, none of that ever happens with uh, the games that they get digitally, but for some reason when they get the disc, it just like is weird. Which is interesting. Which which is weird. Which is I guess it was just weird to see. Like where it happened in this game, like some when it throws you off the ship, it's just like holy fuck, like shit. Because like the the situations are so like mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like two two was a lot, but Uncharted three it was like all right, come on, really? Like they, it was like they, <laughs> it was like, it was like, they like they were they were like exact they were really like in their bag with that one. They they exaggerated the fuck out of some of the scenes, but right. it was fun though. It was fun like the way like how how they did it like the. I think the only dull moment was when he was like trapped in the desert and you have to go through like maybe a desert scene and it's just like yeah. you're not doing anything you're just pressing up and then left like it's just like it's cool for the like it's cool for the story like going through the desert whatever but like it's it, it went on just it, it went on just a little bit too long for me but all the way through like playing all the way through from front to back like by the end of the game I was like okay this was actually pretty nice like the other ones, like the other ones, like earlier on, earlier on into the uh, the game, like the first couple hours, like I was, I was like more convinced on the story of where it was going. But this one took 
a little bit it took a little bit longer for me it was still nice it was still nice um because of what the what the game was based out on and like the twist that they have at the end when they're trying to get to when they're trying to make it like supernatural but then they don't really do too much of reveal, too much of a reveal on it so it's still kind of like mysterious well i mean mm-hmm. the end of uncharted 2 kind of pissed me off because it was just like it for the entire journey of the entire game like you had these big set pieces you had these moments where you felt like in control of the story and like having some agency and what drake was doing even like when the building's collapsing and you're running through the building real time and all of that stuff and then you get to the end and it's the most generic boss battle you've probably ever played it in your really entire was life. it really was it was not even it was like okay they like took a left turn they're like all right he's gonna become immortal and somehow you'll be able to blow find him up a way to make stu- him like yes yeah, it's just like somebody i hope you like a guy running at you really quickly for the next five minutes that's all that's all it was like it was just like all right i'm done you but know what? It was just, just like the fucking Frank Fontaine fight at the end of Bioshock. You get all the way to this point, and it's just like <laughs> it's just the guy, the guy running at you for like mm. five minutes. Yeah, I, I think scenery. I think scenery wise, Uncharted Two, maybe it like how big how big it was. Yeah, and, Uncharted Two. And, and the way that they paced it, like Uncharted Two, was really nice with that. And the setting, like Tibet, was way cooler in my opinion than the desert. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of yeah, like because it just looked like. Maybe because I I've, maybe because I've never been there, but it's like this is kind of like real. It was like real French, kind of. Oh, I, like, it, it was, was just it was, colorful it was like, to it was, me. When it when it went into Persia, when it's a Persia, it was just like, all right, this is kind of cool. Like the scenery, the scenery was yeah, you're right. The scenery wasn't like as intriguing. Um, but overall, Wait, I, think okay, so the, he, I think it's the I think it's the I think it's the. Go ahead. So he went from the jungles. To to the mountains, the the Himalayas, into Tibet, and then he went to Persia, killing people of color. It was, I mean, in this in this one, you start, it's you you graduate yeah. into that, you graduate into it. They gotta introduce you into like, right, they gotta they gotta some... warm you up to it, and then all of a sudden you you, you just you there's a yeah. little melody in that one. <laughs> <laughs> so this, okay. this one, well, I, I, I mean, it's still, it's still there. Time. It's pretty pervasive. It's pretty pervasive. Like the last couple <laughs> levels, like it's it, it, it gets pervasive. Like it's like, oh man, I don't this even extra, remember. The it's like this one's extra dark. Three. This this was extra dark. I can I can I can get I can really enjoy this one, but it's it it yeah. This it's it's still there. It's still there. Yeah, but, I mean, I did watch my brother beat three, so I, I know what you're talking about. Like the end of it. I really wish I could remember the unchar the end of Uncharted Three right now. I can't even think, cause I know I beat uh, that game. Like I got that game the end. day it the came end, out. Yeah, the end was it was it was okay. Like the last level getting out, that was cool. But like story wise, it was just kind of like, all right. Right. Plus you don't plus you don't really get like to say like I don't know, I don't know. It was it was just really. Eh. What's the last per uh, Uncharted? Four, four is the last one. Technically, the Lost Legacy. So, by now, you should know who... Well, you know who Chloe is from Uncharted 2. And then there's this uh, black lady, Nadine, who's in Uncharted 4. And Uncharted, the Lost Legacy, is Chloe and Nadine. So, the two women of color from the series just, like... 
and it's everything. Oh, it, it was supposed oh. to be a DLC for Uncharted Four, but it got so big they're like, "All right, this is a spin-off game." So nice. after Uncharted seen, Four, like I've, I've, I've seen I, it streaming. Yeah, you could probably run the Lost Legacy because I mean, even full price right now, that's only twenty bucks. And I have a feeling it'll be free on PlayStation Plus sometime soon, just because they've already given us all of the other ones. Do you want every single Uncharted game? I mean, I already have the Lost Legacy, but I, that it's easy for them to give that game away for free, considering they've given away pretty much every Naughty Dog game this generation for free. Like, So they've given out The Last of Us Remaster. They've given out the Uncharted Trilogy and 4. So all that's missing is Lost Legacy and then The Last of Us Part 2. But that's not even out yet for money. So We'll take what we can get, though. Mm-hmm. Right. Bro, what if PlayStation this... had a Game Pass where they could be like, yeah, if you got, if you got PlayStation Pass, I was about to say Escort, if you got PlayStation <laughs> Escort, <laughs> you can get this but yeah, Josh, before the podcast, you were asking about co-op games, and I just want to like bring that to everybody, because you are you said you're looking for like co-op games yeah, to play on because, your PS4? Like, just, just, yeah, play, like, playing this game, um, for some reason, it made me think about getting Resident Evil, and then I was uh, I was talking to Chris about which ones, uh, which ones to avoid, and uh, which ones to get, and then I remembered... Um, when I was playing Uncharted Three, uh, whenever you when you whenever you team up with like Sully or like anybody, it's like it sucks. Like, oh man, I wish I could play with somebody else. You know, they can actually like help cover. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like, like shoot. Oh, like that would be this that that game. Like Uncharted Three would be extra dope if you can like have when you ever have the the two player co op mission, have somebody actually play in in Uncharted because like the combat it's like the combat in the game is super is like really fun. So mm-hmm. it's like they they really went off on both the levels where you have to shoot your way out and some of the levels that you can fight your way out, and like even just the even just the um, uh, like it's like the super platform like you have to get to like this bridge you get across like the river on right. top of a uh, aqueduct or some shit like that. Well, they then... did they got a lot better with that with the Last of Us because Ellie. So that was like an issue around the time those games were coming out. Like everybody had the issue of like. Yo, I have this companion that's computer controlled, and they are just like fucking. Bioshock up. Infinite did it right. Yeah, Bioshock yeah. Infinite and The Last of Us came out the same year, and both of those. Elizabeth ha- does two things: opens portals and throws you guns. Yeah, and never gets that's in the cool. way. Is never annoying. Is never like even Ellie. I don't know. Is worse she she than... has one magical skill: finding guns. I don't know how she does it, but she keeps throwing me more guns. <laughs> yeah. So like if you that want girl's a good, walking armory. If you want good AI companions, I suggest playing The Last of Us Part One and or Bioshock Infinite. Both of those have been free on PlayStation Plus. Oh, I got them both. So both of those have good AI. Hey, just play companions. Bioshock. Just play Shit, Bioshock. God of War has a good. Companion. Oh yeah, Atreus. Like I'm not even thinking. Yeah, he was he was pretty good too. Like he he was pretty he was pretty nice to throw off people. Bro, leveling him up. I was, at some at a point, I was like, "Damn, I wish I could just switch to him and get like a quick bow combo in." You know what I'm saying? And just switch back to Kratos. Good job, boy. <laughs> actually, you know what game actually had real good AI was uh, Arkham Knight. Because whenever you had a second character, you could swap characters mid combo. 
to set up other combos, and it was the filthiest thing. But yeah, if you want to do some co-op games with people, I recommend Resident Evil 5 on PS4. Because, 100%. like, that's something me and Chris have. And at any point, if somebody says Resident Evil 5, I'll go play that. And you can play through the whole game co-op. And it yeah. does have the scenarios of, like, okay, I gotta go over here and, like, pull this lever so you can go run up this ramp and stuff like that. So it's not just co-op to be like, oh, you got two sets of guns shooting at the monsters. It's co-op in, like, puzzle solving and environmental stuff. And then the other recommendation I have is Borderlands because that ga- Borderlands or Destiny or something like that because all you're doing is pretty much going forward and shooting and you're playing the co-op in that. Like, it's just time to hang out and talk and stuff like that. Because most of the time... Actually, this is a single-player game, but it requires controlling two characters. Play, uh, what is it? Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, yeah, I believe brothers. it's called. Well, that team actually went and made a game, uh, A Way Out, after that. And A Way Out is probably a better co-op game, because like, the only uh, yeah. way you can play it but is co-op. But Brothers really hurts you with its own mechanics at the end of the game, and he should experience that. Oh, okay. I don't think I I've mean... ever beat that. I played the demo on like 360. But... Oh, no, that game... That game goes from, okay, this is an established mechanic. Okay, here's the storyline. Oh, you've changed the mechanic. It hurts. I'm sad now. Oh, there's another game. It's called Twin Cop. Twin Cop. You can't forget the Lego games. Oh, yeah, the Lego. But I mean. Yeah, those are. Those are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I play the Star Wars games, are actually good. Yeah. Indiana Jones. Oh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, I mean yeah, the, the tri- team Indiana that makes Jones them. trilogy. Yeah, that shit is that shit is uh, yeah. that shit is nice. I'm gonna be a hundred. I've beaten most of the Lego games. Yeah. Yeah, I have like I've bought multiple of them, but I just never really get deep enough into them to. I don't know. For me, it's just a matter of like they're a little bit too simple. Like if I want a fun little romp through something, I have enough games that I can yeah. do that in that like the Lego games aren't <clears throat> exactly what I need in that situation. Most of the time, but you know, like Lego games are really that kind of game that me and my little brother played. Cause we could both be like, I can still try to get 100% a game and he's actually beside me and not struggling through something. Cause it's simple. Let's right. That little co-op. Yeah, that's a great couch co-op option. Uh Overcooked is cool too. Yeah. But it's not like level based. Yeah. Bro, Overcooked well, makes me toxic. Yeah, Overcooked so, makes everybody toxic. Instantaneously toxic. Cuz I'm like back in the kitchen. I'm like <laughs> Yep. I straight we gotta, up we got we got to work this meat. We got to get the eggs. <laughs> Peel the potatoes. I straight up one time, me, Jalen, and this other girl that was our friend back when we worked at Sun of My Belly, we played uh, we played Overcooked together, and I had a crush on this girl, but we played Overcooked. I straight up, she sucked so bad. I was like, just just clean the damn dishes. Don't wow. do anything else. Just clean the dishes. Just just wow. like, hit her with the dishes. Turned into kitchen, Chris. <laughs> right, real quick. <laughs> just, 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 hit the dishes, damn. 
I felt Shit, bad. they actually have a moving game coming out. Oh, oh they're oh, they're like actually, three of those. I'm like gonna that's just, that just sound kinda interesting. Bro. It's just people with just moving couches and boxes. Yeah, it's called moving out. Might be out already, but they're like legit three of those games. It's like yo, totally why is that game right. so exciting? Why does that game sound so exciting? Because it's relatable content. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> All right, Chris, what you been on this week? Uh, I'm still trying to platinum Resident Evil Two. How's like? <laughs> you can't. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, I've gotten there with platinums of like it's. Cl- I'm close, but I just don't even know if I can I mean, get over this last hurdle. One run, one trophy is literally just like go find all the documents in the game. That's easy. I can do that. But the two trophies of trying to play hardcore, they took Madhouse and made that shit worse. Like you're in danger within one hit of anything in this game and so i've died so many times i've tried to watch guides on how they do it i tried to do a speed run because i was like fuck it i didn't get hit that many times but i did a speed run i was wrong (laughs) and so i quit and then i did the other trophy which is like this extra content they give you for beating the game with both characters and you're playing as hunk which is one of the like umbrella soldier operatives and they give you all these guns but they throw everything at you like 20 dogs 100 zombies going hit you with four or five liquors it's just like i don't even have enough ammo because you didn't let me get any ammo because you get what you get at the beginning of the level so i was like man fuck it and i just rearranged my entire office that's how i I stopped playing video games (laughs) and i just Rear, I went to Home Depot and just started doing my office. Oh, yeah. When somebody pulls up the Home Depot, they're going through it. <laughs> yeah, that was the best day ever. I am one or the other. Yeah. No in between. I was in a dark place and I was like, I got to change up my whole. My, my feng shui is off. All right. So, Chris, yesterday I sent you the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remastered trailer. What do you think about that? And I have some information. Did you watch the video I sent you, or did you just see what no, the video no, I, I was talking the, about? I watched the uh, video you sent me. I really would rather Underground, because that's the Tony Hawk's that I appreciated more. Okay, well, so... so right. This is a gateway. Deuces? I mean, right. two Tony Hawk's good, but Listen, like, the... Underground 2 on the GameCube was fucking... That was my skater game right there. The interesting I mean, thing about true, this... But co- the fact that... Sorry. The fact that we don't have a, mo- a skate game readily available is proof that we're living in the darkest timeline. Well, 2020, we have a bunch of skateboarding games because Skater XL is about to come out in its full release. Session just got its early access release not oh, too yeah. long ago. Skate so, birds. Yeah, Skate Bird's <laughs> coming, and we have Tony Hawk. Uh, one and two remastered coming and like the thing is I have hope for this game because it's coming from the same team that did the crash insane trilogy which means yeah they're gonna do it right they have the love they have the reverence they have the resources Mm -hmm. so I mean like they put mechanics and stuff from Tony Hawk Pro Skater like three and four into the collection so like reverts weren't in the original one and two and so Mm -hmm. they've added that and so they're all 
already everything they've shown is them doing this game all the justice they could possibly do it the same way they did with the Crash games. And I mean... Like, the small little love that they're going to, like, you, like, me going back and when I played the Crash Insane Trilogy that came out, and, like, the little things that were there back when I was a kid that were still there because they knew that the fan base wanted that, like, even if it was just, like, a little mess up in the game, they were like, okay, we're going to keep that in. It's just so you can remember and experience the same game like you did when you were a child. That's why, like, them doing this game is going to be really good and the interesting thing is like every time they've done one of these remasters they put additional stuff from like other games so like the crash trilogy they put unreleased levels that people knew about but never got an opportunity to play they went and finished those up and put Mm. those in the game the crash team racing remaster they did they added like nitro fueled levels and I still need actually, to get that game. Also, changing out to where you can like change your character and all that, like changing the cart, like keeping the original game, but also making an entire game where you can like upgrade your cart as you unlock things. Like, yeah. So I'm super looking forward to this. Like, I yeah. never really played Tony Hawk Pro Skater back in the day. So are we still going to get Spider Man? Spider Man? Maybe on the PlayStation version. That's a strong maybe. Sold. Just <laughs> another Spider-Man? No, there, oh, there's well, yeah, Spider-Man in game. Yeah, in Tony Hawk Pro Skater right. Two, one of the character, one of the skaters you could select was Spider-Man. Oh yeah, and Straight so does whatever head. Spider can. Yeah. Right. So yeah. is that been on anything else this week of note, Chris? No. This might no. be the season you have to play Apex with us. Like Apex has been on it on it lately and yeah i mean i'm i'm not i'm down to play apex all right well madrid i'll pass the torch to you because i know what you've been on this week and i know what i've been on i know what jalen been on but i feel like you are going to make the most compelling argument for josh and chris to get into apex with us because i think the time is now Okay, so Apex Legends Season fucking 5 is pure pressure. Pure pressure. The the balance updates that they put out were like, mwah. Like, they did everything right. Like, they nerfed Pathfinder, they made him slow. Well, they, put, they increased the cooldown on his grappling hook, which is big because that's his, that's his bread and butter right there. Jalen knows all about it. I'm sure. Uh, they buffed Mirage. He's a whole new guy. Yeah, you know, Mirage. Like, like I get Mirage, Mirage is actually becoming a problem. Now. Yeah, I get like, concerned when I really run up on Mirage. a Mirage. When I run up on a Mirage, I'm concerned for my safety. Mm, Bro, really here's like the thing: Mirage. like Mirage was in a very niche market. Like the only people running him were like really, like nice for their tier. So now these people are feasting because he has, like, increased maneuverability. You can res people without being seen and respawn right. them. Yeah, you turn close. invisible, like, when now now when you go to pick somebody up as Mirage, you, mm-hmm. both you and the person you're resing turn invisible. 
and, yeah, and his clones mimic his actual movement. Yeah, so when you do clones, they don't just stand around in a circle. Like, if you're running and jumping and stuff, they'll be running and jumping. Bro, I've gotten yeah. so meta with it that I will throw a clone inside of a building, go on the top of the building, take control of the clone, and walk that bitch through the building. And, like, chase somebody down. That shit is, that shit is wild. And then, of course, the crown gem would be Loba. Yeah. And like I said, she support, dick dies, save lives. Uh, she has a teleport like um, Sombra, basically. Yeah, she's just, just Sombra, but... But Apex. Yeah, like if Apex... There's no point in like looking at this character that's like they didn't just steal Sombra from Overwatch. They're like, this game's dead. Like Nobody needs a character this good in it. We're just going to no, make they her... Gave, they gave Sombra a pimp cane. First yeah. and foremost. Right. <laughs> that pimp cane and them heels. Bro. Like her finisher, she legit just jumps on the pimp cane and then just stomps your face in with the heels. And then walks off and then summons the cane. I'm like, yo, if this isn't the most baller shit. And <laughs> yeah. then her ultimate, you open yeah. up shop. Her ultimate you is your, fucking You crazy. and anybody. Oh, yeah. Just grab two items from like in the range. Yeah, so, so big. You put your chain down. Yeah, well, it's not like super unnecessarily huge, but like you put your cane down, and anything that's able to be picked up in that range, like you can sh- like buy it from her. Guns, cane. attachments, armor, book everything, supplies, bro. Imagine you're in a fight with like twelve people, and there's like fucking eight death boxes out there. You pop that bitch in a room, you can just, oh shit, I need a new shield. I need just a new gun. Just resupply. Fresh arm. Oh, fresh nice. everything. That Damn. Safe house. Or like, yeah. if you, Bro, you're you starting off the game. It, it yeah. snatches it from like, if somebody else is in that loot crate and they're like, oh shit, a purple shield, and that shit just gets snatched away from them. Oh man. <laughs> that shit has to hurt. Yeah. yeah, to so, be honest, that's that's a, a that's a different type of like that's 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 torture right there. Imagine somebody on their last leg, you just you just slap the you, you slap the chicken at their mouth. <laughs> oh my god, I'm Finally, <laughs> she is also my new main because her passive's yeah. ridiculously good. Yeah, um, oh, she can see yeah. anything legendary through walls. So like, if you run up to a town and you like. Fuck, I really need, like, a body shield? It's like, oh shit, there's a body shield on the second floor. A legendary body shield on the second floor of that building over there. And you can... You can take it out for your teammates, you know? And then if you see a bunch of shit, you can pop your ult. Like, yeah. Yo. Right. Bring it all in. We feast, fellas. So, yeah, this is this is a great time to get into Apex. Yeah, I've been I feeling agree. the itch because I finished my... uh. Fortnite Battle Pass for the season. I've been working on my Call of Duty one, but like, there are things that I want out of the Battle Pass, but the Call of Duty Battle Pass, I feel like levels just way too slow in comparison to even, like, I have, I've been leveling my free version of my Battle Pass in Apex quicker than I would level a paid Battle Pass in Call of Duty. Damn. So, but then again, I have been doing challenges and Call of Duty's not as rewarding with their challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Like Apex is I got the I caught the battle pass yesterday. I was like, yo fuck it. This time. Yeah. It comes with three skins off rip. Yeah. Skin. But that that 
the the enough, itch man. is back. I went and bought the battle pass, and it's bad. Dude. Yeah, I'll we get, get it this weekend. In, no, we get World's Edge again in two weeks. So yeah, cool. And well, at that point, will it be a selectable map pool, or I'm, are we still just it's I set for it's certain modes? Okay. It's going to be rotating pools, and then for ranks, it's going to start with King's Canyon, which I already started, and then it's going to shift into World's Edge at the end of the season. Okay, so it's not two weeks? Because I know on, like, non-ranked, it says there are two weeks left on King's Canyon, and then it, I guess it'll go to World's Edge. Or maybe a new yeah, map, they, who knows? No, this is going to be like both. They're just getting us used to the, uh, like the new layout of the map, which is yeah. more fun than... You know, plain old King's Canyon. Oh, yeah. New King's Canyon is late. It's fun. It's a good time. All right. You been on anything else this week of note? Um, what was it? Animal Crossing. I've been playing more Animal Crossing again. Ah. Um, the Tranquility. I, yeah. I missed my turnips this Sunday because I overslept. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Me every Sunday. Waking up to seeing people on Twitter like, oh, I got my turnips this week. I got uh, 8,000 turnips, bitch, get like me. <laughs> like, damn, all right, damn. I'm like, I've never had a single turnip in this game. God damn. Oh. <laughs> Do you at least ch- check your prices every day? I don't play that game more than once a week and i just go in and do whatever tom nook needs me to do and then just like get off for a week he'll be like oh tomorrow come back and see the house you built i'll be like i'll come back in about a week and a half and see that house it ain't going nowhere yeah like my thing was i was like i wanted to play this game to learn more about like organization and like restructuring things and just like work on like some good old-fashioned house building and shit like like some, like moving around land and stuff, doing some terraforming. But I don't have enough money for that. Right. <laughs> so I've been stuck playing the actual game, trying to get bread so I can do these things. Like the most I've done is like make my house look a little cooler. Well, you know, with some small things like real, like the real world. Have you yeah. seen Animal Talking yet? Animal what? No, I'm reluctant to watch it. Why? Because I'm mad I didn't think of it first. I mean, <laughs> so Animal Talking is a talk show with Gary Whitta. Uh, he was the writer of the Book of Eli and Star Wars Rogue One and a bunch of other stuff. And he started a talk show in his basement in Animal Crossing. And he's gotten people like AOC's coming on, Reggie fils yeah, he's gotten, like, people completely out of the stratosphere of, like, normal Animal Crossing nerds. Danny Trejo's going on his show. Because Danny Trejo's yeah. a huge Animal Crossing fan. Thanks. So, Bro, like, the Animal Crossing, that brand is strong. Like, like I was listening to Deezus and Meryl, they play. <laughs> like, listening to Deezus talk about running up and, like, shooting people for Tom Nook was just, like, <laughs> it was a beautiful experience. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, like, Animal Crossing is already, like, in the Switch's top 10 sold games ever already, and it's only been out for, like, what, two months? Not even two months? Oh, yeah. It's just going to keep growing. Like, whenever I see people on my friends list, they're usually playing Animal Crossing. There's a few people who play Smash, but, like, I know them just from playing Smash, so that makes sense. And I mean, like... Animal Crossing being 
it sold over 10 million copies already, and it's already outselling some of, like, PlayStation's. It's in the stratosphere of selling as much as Uncharted 4 sold already. And the only thing holding it back is the fact that people who don't already have Switches, like, there's a Switch shortage. Because I've already, I know people who've gone out and bought a Switch since quarantine started to entertain themselves. And so, if there weren't this Switch shortage, I feel like Animal Crossing could be, like, one of the top three Switch games overall. Just because of how perfect it is for the time. Like, it would be really yeah, interesting I, I agree. to see, like... Nintendo talk about this game and just be like, because there's no Bro. way they anticipated this. There is Yo, no it's, way. It's perfect for like the time period, like with social distancing and everything. Like people are like having whole meetings, graduations, projects, just a bunch of different shit. Just like, yo, let's let's have a date night. Right. AOC did a, a commencement ceremony in Animal Crossing, so they did their college graduation and had AOC speak at their college graduation in fucking Animal Crossing, which is insane. Damn. That makes me that's... want to go graduate. That's just it. You had AOC speak at your graduation, your graduation ceremony on Animal Crossing. That's that's one, That's like a once in a generation. Yeah, I would have like, to right there. My maid with the with the JoJo's. Yeah, your JoJo's AOC meme. It's my favorite meme. It's a good meme. All right, Jalen. What you been on this week? Other than Apex. But I mean, you could talk more Apex if you feel it. So, yeah, I'm back on Apex. It's, yeah, it's good. It hits. Punching people. The moment the match starts, just instantly down two people with straight hands. Doesn't matter if you have a gun. I'll beat your ass. With me, bandits. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean... That's another thing I like, just getting into a fist fight. Like, no, I don't got no fucking little pickaxe or anything. It's like, no, we're fucking duking it out. Jabs, uppercuts, and high jump kicks. No one Run from me. it. The jump kick comes the same. But uh, other than that, I played a little bit of League. Okay. Did you watch that Unreal Engine 5? F- I almost said Unreal Engine 4. That Unreal Engine 5 tech demo? Cause I feel I've like seen it be, about five times at this point. I feel like you'd be the one who'd be able to bring the most context to the conversation because a lot of things that Epic are doing right now are good for developers in general. Mm-hmm. And so, like, as somebody who... And also very, very convenient for them. What, for Epic? or for de- yeah. I mean, that's a good way. If being consumer-friendly... So, for... The uninitiated. So Unreal Engine 5, they showed a tech demo today. It was about 10 minutes long. Uh, Originally, this presentation was meant for GDC 2019 or 2020. I don't even remember if GDC was supposed to be last year or this year. But uh, they were going to show it at GDC, and they were going to have that tech demo playable for press. So that snippet of that game is an actual playable demo that they had ready for people to test out on running PS5s at GDC. That would have been sexy. Well, I hope that actually becomes a game. I doubt it because all Epic know, is making is Fortnite, hope. but... It's going to be a mode in Fortnite. Oh. 
but that's the best we can hope for. Yeah, I mean, but uh, also, so one of the things that Epic also did is that Unreal Engine Four is free until you make a million dollars. Well, four and five because four will be future compatible into five. Five doesn't come out till twenty twenty one, but everything you're making currently in Unreal Engine four, like if you make a game, you can use Unreal Engine in it for free up until you make a million dollars off your game. Then you'll have to start paying royalties towards Epic. But I mean that helps out the small developer. And right. if you build a game on Unreal Engine and sell it on the Epic Game Store, you get like the highest revenue split you can get in gaming, period. Because they give you... The Epic Game Store gives you a better revenue split regardless. And then on top of that, you get a better, even better revenue split if you make your game in Unreal. So... Any indie developers out there, I say, like, pick up Unreal Engine 4. I know uh, Super Saiyan Games is using it on Bakamono. Like, pick up a copy of Unreal Engine 4, start playing around in it, start making a game, because there's no reason not to. Like, it's a free, extremely well, powerful Well, tool. actually, 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 Unreal Engine 4 is a beast of an engine. Like, right. that is not a starting engine right there that is yeah but if you're already a developer you know you know your capabilities of working in unreal like where those lie where where your skill level is i but i mean it's some it's a tool that that's a marketable skill if you're well versed in unreal engine 4 and you're trying to go work at pretty much any developer you can probably get in the door just off of knowing unreal engine and for it being free for legitimately anybody like right now, well, I can pick up a copy of that. It's free. I'm just saying, Unreal Engine Four is a freaking beast of an engine. Yeah, and I mean, they showed that in the Unreal Engine Five tech demo. Like that looked, that was the first thing that I've seen. Like even with this Xbox state of play and like everything that's leaked mm-hmm. and has been floating around, that was the most next gen looking thing, looking and sounding and like feeling gameplay representation that i've seen at all period yeah like and one of the things they talked about in the presentation was the fact that even certain pcs currently because of the memory that they're using on the playstation 5 even pcs currently cannot do this so that tech demo is running better on a ps5 than it would run even on a pc with a 2080 Ti and a Ryzen 800. I will. I will say. I want. I just. Well, I want to say because most people who are, if they do listen and they're PC master race hardcore, <laughs> will go apeshit just for you saying that. Um, there have been many a year of you owning a PC. And you you're having the strongest tech than any console out there. And anytime you get a game that's a triple A game or a game that comes out on console and on PC, you're also suffering because they're not going to upgrade what you get on PC just to like because they're also making the game for consoles. So the consoles actually catching up with PC is a great thing for PC gamers because they're gonna get the exact same thing. 
their games is going to run amazing. It's going to look amazing, and there's not going to be hindering for PC I'm gonna, gamers. I'm be honest with you, I don't see the PS5 running anything nearly this good, remotely close to 60. Well, I mean, it, that was running that at matter. 60 like, okay. on the PS5. That was a... That, I'm, talking, no, about, that I'm was, talking about a graphical... That was, but I don't see an actual released game running that way. But I, why wouldn't you see that when we've even seen okay, stuff but, like... Because think about exclusive this P- generation. Because there's always a 60 FPS demo for the console, and the games still don't come out 60 FPS. But also, you're talking about more so on the Xbox more? side. Like, if PlayStation says a game's going to run at 60, especially a first party Name game. Name a PS4 game that runs at 60. Spider Man. Does Spider Man actually run at 60? <laughs> right will, there. Okay. The Last of Us, the Uncharted games. Like, the thing is, these first party developers. Flagship. These first party developers, they're not even using No, nope, Spider Man is 30 FPS. Alright, PS4, 60 I, I looked, Spider-Man FPS. PS4 is 30 FPS. Call of Duty. Call okay, of Duty. guys, 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 calm down for one <laughs> second. Because it honestly... frames! It doesn't matter because most people No, the frames fucking it, matter! But most people who play games on console are playing on their television that doesn't go ever like... No, 30, no, 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 the frames so matter because matter. frames equals game feel. That's the whole thing. That's why dodging and Bloodborne feels so slow. Okay, but Jalen, I get... at 30 instead of 60. Well, Bloodborne is like... Bloodborne's faster than dodging and... No, Yes, Blood... but if that game oh. ran at 60, dodge timers would be better. Yeah, and Digital Foundry actually did something with, like, this guy who mods Bloodborne, and he's like, the best way to play Bloodborne is at 720p, 60 frames per second, but, like, the game doesn't give you the option to change that, so he modded the game to be able to access those settings, and he's like, this is one of those, like, secret hunters of, like, he's found a way to mod the game, and he shows, like, cut content and stuff like that, and so they had him on for Digital Foundry showing him running Bloodborne at 60 frames per second and checking different resolutions and how they ran on the PS4 Pro. And he was doing stuff like, he's like, all right, well, without boost mode, here's how it runs. And then he enabled boost mode on the PS4 Pro and showed it. So, like, that's the thing. There are games, because you can't say that there are no PS4 games that are 60 frames per second. Call of Duty hits it every single year. uh, What I'm saying is this tech demo is showing off think games at 60 but the games not all the games we're going to get look if the ps5 is the standard of 60 i'll be, i'll finally believe we've had a next-gen console because that was my problem with the ps4 i'm but i mean the ps4 like even compared to that's the thing going into this generation the ps4 could reliably hit 60 frames per second on multi-platform games a lot better than the xbox until the powered up consoles and even now with the powered fuck up about look i don't care about xbox i don't care about playstation i care about my games running at 120 yeah but, but since we're on console i'll settle for 60 yeah but the type of data streaming that was going on in that demo is you cannot do that on a pc right now period that is what epic said the type of texture filtering the kind of like ray tracing that they had enabled due to the hardware and one of the things that they credited to the fact that they're able to 
do stuff like the but stuff they do in this demo. what is a but a PC in a fancy box? Not because of the reason that I'm specifying PlayStation right now and the reason that I'm using PlayStation as the example is because they ran that demo and used the SSDs that are higher speeds even. They're like the speed of the SSD... PCs don't use their SSDs like that. PCs don't use their SSDs like additional RAM. People people don't use their SSDs as additional video RAM for their graphics card. Like that's not how PCs currently use that data. And have because the PS5's architecture is using that data in that way, that's why if that that's why they didn't show that demo on PC. That's why they showed that demo on PS5 because they're using the SSD as like a video RAM catch. They're using that SSD to give. They were showing poly, polygons literally the size of a pixel because they had the additional RAM that, like, even if you put 64 gigs of RAM in a computer, uh having access to a terabyte of SSD space that you can use as RAM to make your games run and perform better. Like, yeah, it re- SSDs across the board reduce loading times because they're faster. But the thing is, one PlayStation hasn't come out and talked about... They haven't came out and talked about a lot. But the fact that now that we're finally getting next-gen gameplay demos running in real time on the system, and, and the... Re- Part of the reason that they're saying that some of these things are working at all is because of the architecture and like the way that they are prioritizing the SSD and prioritizing just all of these different little system level things that people like Epic who are making Unreal are thinking about going into this next generation. And what I'm saying is the games on release will not run at 60 Okay, well, well, I would make a bet. At the end of the bet. day, that doesn't matter. Yeah. At I, the end of the day, everything you said does not matter because the games on release won't be running at 60. I guarantee you the first Call of Duty to drop next gen is going to run 60 frames per second, 4K, flawlessly, no questions asked. And, like, that'll be within the first maybe month. In the first three months of the consoles releasing, you're going to get a solid 4K ray traced game running at 60 flawlessly on consoles like you, you can't Assassin's Creed's gonna do that too no Assassin's yeah. Creed's 30 I I 100 believe that it's going to take PC developers like AMD GeForce whatever Intel if you really include them anymore um a second to catch up with the PS5 and maybe the Xbox. I don't I know mean, what the Xbox is. Not even catch up is the fact that the PS5 is using its architecture just differently. Well, well yeah. Boost up graphics, but what I'm saying is the games are just not going to come out at 60. Like they're going to be pretty as fuck, but they're not just. They're but, not going to run at 60. Like even looking at this, like I'm looking at a list of currently like PS4 Pro enhanced games. And the amount of these games that are already saying, like, oh, this game ran at 45 before or ran somewhere below 60, you can now, like, I'm just looking at these games locked at 60, Borderlands, you got stuff like Abzu, Assassin's Creed, Dark I would Souls. Hope those, I would hope a next-gen console could run those games at 60. Doom Eternal, 4K60 on a PS4 Pro. That's pretty good. Like, I'm, 
I'm looking. I'm, I still have my doubts because I feel like we were promised 60 last generation, and and we've gotten got a it. lot of we've gotten a lot of 60 frames per second games. Like that's now like, after the pro came out, though. Even on base PS4, Diablo 3 ran at 60 frames per second on base PS4. I would hope that's Diablo 3. Like, give me an example of a game that, outside of Bloodborne, because Bloodborne okay, let's put is it this so way. early in the generation. Smash 64 ran at 60. That's the Man. thing where, that's the reason why I act like this, is 60 really should just be the fucking baseline. Like, but I, and I mean, thing. people we're have we're not learned. Getting, like, 60, 4K 60, okay. But at this point, we should be looking at, like, at least 90. Come on, Smash run. Smash runs at sixty. I mean, you're not wrong, but like that's the thing. Even on PCs, hitting four K sixty is not something that's happening across the board. Even with a graphics card that can currently handle four K sixty, so like that's honestly i'm getting extreme frame drops like people were i was looking at tech tests of jedi fallen order on a 2080 ti and a ryzen 7 like this year's newest ryzen 7 with a 2080 ti and it still can't hit a lock 60 frames per second on jedi fallen order so like i mean i get what you're saying about like yes console games should have that as a standard but we're getting more and more console games that can run it and now we have the horsepower and we have these additional things that we can use to get these games running like i get i feel you like i wish I'll, every game could be 60 way. frames uh, per second i'll believe it when i it's just like i said about kingdom hearts 3 i'll believe it when i see it okay well I, is it worth it i think the console's actually keeping up with pc is a good thing. Right. And th that's just an interesting thing. That... Oh, I'm not complaining about that. I just. It, it just means that the parts that are going to come out for PC are going to be great. They're not going to reduce yeah. in price by any means because PCs can do 10 times, well, 100 times more than a console can do in this RAM of like not just play video games, but like also right. everything else you want in life. And, like, AMD made the components that are in the PS4 and Xbox Series X. It's not like these things are just, like... I mean, it's not AMD like Sony... in that bag. Yeah, it's not like it's... Sony's out here making this special, magical, secret components. Like, AMD has the technology to do it because they're doing it. It's just that their mm. PC architecture, they haven't... They can't control the PC architecture the way they can control a console, the console architecture. So, like, mm -hmm. if... If AMD were like Apple, and they're like, all right, we have the AMD book 2019, and the AMD book 2019 that everybody gets is running, it has this set spec, and they can develop games for that set specification, then it'd be one thing. But but like the PlayStation 5 is going to last us the next seven, eight years, and everybody every single developer already knows the specifications is it really gonna last us eight years or is it gonna be almost four years we get a half console upgrade and then we get another like five yeah i mean that's probably what's gonna happen the, the thing happen. about it is when you talk about console lifespans 
it's traditionally about four years. It's just that the 360 era was just a decade long. Yeah, but this era, we're already going on year seven of the PS4. But we had to have console. But we still yeah, had to have console. Yeah, but you don't have a pro, Jalen. That's what I'm saying. Like, these games are still coming out and running on your system, and we're still in the PS4 generation. The PS4 Pro is not the next generation of PlayStation. The PlayStation yeah, 5 it's an will be. Yeah, PS4. Or PS4. Yeah. Yeah, and my PlayStation sounds like a freaking jet engine ready to explode every time I play Apex. Yeah. Bro, my shit sounds like that, and I have a pro. Yeah. Mine will... I can't stay in the lobby too long on Call of Duty, or mine starts revving up. That's what it is. It's starting to... Starting to sound like a PS2. No, I don't think I've ever. Uh, maybe a PSP. PS2. Never had a PS2. No, I'm saying I've never had a PS2 get loud on me like this. Like I've had a PSP Mother get fucker. loud on me because of the disc drive, but PS2s used to get loud as fuck. I mean, pre-slim PS2. Okay. The fat boys. Mm. I. My first PS2 that I actually used was a Slim. I have a Fat now, but it's never legitimately never been plugged in <laughs> because yeah, the Slim is just so I small. I literally, I literally just have a PS2, a Fat PS2, just like as a. Uh, Did you rotate the logo figure? on it? Is the logo oriented the right way? I believe so. Yes, okay. it's up on a shelf, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> It's a conversation piece now. Yeah. Yeah, at this point. Like, oh. Like the GameCube. Cool. The GameCube that's just chilling in the background. People are like, oh, play GameCube? I'm like, I am nah, emulating really. a GameCube. <laughs> the reason I have, like, all these old systems out is so I can dump my own BIOS so I could run these emulators legally because it's like, they're like, oh, we don't want you, like, to prove that you actually have owned a PS2 in your life. You have to dump your own BIOS. I'm like, what? I can't send y'all a picture of my PS2 and y'all just give me BIOS to run my games, please? Would yep. today's newspaper, like, have it real, like, ISIS-like? <laughs> 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 Alright, so the last thing I wanted to talk about before we wrap for this week, uh, I wanted to talk about the PlayStation Studios announcement. PlayStation did, they made all their first party studios, they renamed them from Sony Interactive Entertainment to PlayStation Studios. Mm. And they gave like, so now like when you go into a PlayStation first party game, you get that black screen with the white text, a Sony Interactive Entertainment production or whatever. Now they have like a Marvel-esque like intro scene. And they said it won't hit till next generation. So They're talking shit now. Like if you look at it, because <laughs> Marvel is... didn't do Marvel didn't do that shit before. Before you should just be like, oh, it's Marvel. Now they're like, oh yeah, bitch, yeah. it's Marvel. You know yeah. what it is. And so PlayStation's really out here, like, bitch, it's PlayStation. Our games are great. And I mean, looking at it, they said like, so it's not going to be on The Last of Us Part Two, and it's not going to be on Ghost of Tsushima, and it's not going to be on the PC release of Horizon Zero Dawn. But, like, the next first-party Sony games we get after that will have it. And they were talking about even releasing on other platforms. Like, that was something that was interesting when they were talking about it. They're like, if we release a PlayStation Studios game on another platform, when it boots up... Like, the same way when you boot Cuphead on Switch, you get the Xbox Game Studios. 
mm-hmm. logo at the front, it'll be like that, but with PlayStation. And I mean, just the fact that they decided to even mention other platforms, which is something that is very not Sony. Sony will be like, and PC. <laughs> but yeah, Sony don't like playing with others. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe this is maybe they've they're kind of trying to learn their lesson so they don't get like shafted by being you know those douchebags on the block they want them to be like hey yeah we're nice we're approachable we you know cross play no, it's an increase you know? of sales exactly Fuck with us. like now there, you get these nerds no to buy the game to. twice because you there's... gotta buy it once to play it when it comes out then you gotta buy again for the mods right and i mean there... that honestly like i'm probably going to get horizon and death stranding on pc for that reason like i want to play death stranding with like just take out all the balance aspects to it let me just run around that world and let me actually fast travel with my stuff so i'm not backtracking needlessly for no like they're just small that's why i haven't gotten back to death stranding i feel like the biggest hurdle of that game is its own mechanics i feel like it's it's, the gameplay of the game of that game is the worst part of that game yeah that's why i would was not interested in Death Stranding. I'm like, I know this shit is gonna put me off. It isn't bad. It's too much. It seems it's very. Bad. It's pompous. <laughs> it doesn't. It has. It the story because of how early the mechanics are shit. You never get to the point where you could say that the story is worth going through the shit mechanics. Yeah. Because the first thing wow. you're introduced to is shit mechanics. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, I think it'll be interesting seeing how they use this. And they said they're going to add characters to it the same way Marvel added, like, Black Panther and stuff. Like, added characters. They added Ant-Man, like, when Ant-Man came out. And they added Black Panther when Black Panther came out. And, like, they added the Guardians of the Galaxy and to that logo as time progressed. So it'll be interesting. Right now it's just Aloy, Ratchet & Clank... Kratos and maybe Nathan Drake. I they don't like... have Crash on there. No, well, Crash isn't owned by PlayStation. Those aren't first-party PlayStation games. It's only showing like current first-party PlayStation releases. And they, they forgot where they came from. I mean, Activision would sue the shit out of them if they use their character. That's forgot where they came from. Okay. Activision. <laughs> Activision didn't make Crash Bandicoot. They own Crash Bandicoot. That's the problem. Sony needs to use their money and power and start fighting some people and take Crash Bandicoot back. They're not gonna. They're not gonna do that. Like remake the old Crash Bandicoot. Fucking in the suit, talking, yelling at Nintendo commercials. Please. We're not gonna get that, especially like PlayStation has been showing all the PS4 generation that they're just like. They've become like I don't want to say the Disney of video games, but are, but you see the Marvel. Nah. <laughs> you see, you see uh, how they change. You see how they switch uh, and shit. Uh, I peeped. Okay, but did anybody watch that? What was it? An inside Xbox or whatever? Yeah. I just watched the internet like rip it a new one. I watched it, and there were a couple games that interested me in it, but the thing about those games is they're published by, like, Bandai Namco, so I know they're coming to PlayStation 5 as well. Like, Yakuza Like a Dragon is definitely 100% coming to PS5. And so, like... Man was holding the bat 
a spike bat like a katana. <laughs> he's a weeb. This is a fucking yakuza Bro, game where you wait. play as a weeb. <laughs> this is the one yakuza game I really want to play. <laughs> He like the reason they changed the battle system is because the other guy was actually a fighter. This guy is just a huge Dragon Quest fan, so when he gets into fights in the real world, in his brain they're turn based combat, so the game turns into turn based combat a la persona because this dude is such a big weeb. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm fucking I'm fucking here for it. Also, I plan to have Persona Platinum by next episode that's my plan good shit yeah I can you, see you gotta do the final the... boss and then the extra semester oh that's easy did you get the make cafe one yet um no but i can get that anytime at this point yeah you got like yeah that's easy yeah i got plenty of time i thought that trophy was the most awkward trophy because the the server they give you is the worst server you could ever have yeah. I was like, damn. Maybe want to come back here. I think they're all like that. I think, I don't know. I think that's just like a maid cafe thing. Really? Clumsy? Yeah. I feel that. All so right. you can get all apologetic, you know? I don't yeah. know. I feel like some people might enjoy that too much. Mm-mm. So y'all got a one more thing before I wrap? Before I close this chapter of the extra slice, actually, I do. All right, I got one little. I wanted to shout out to Capcom for just being kind of the realest game company that I've grown up to love. Because I found out recently in remaking Resident Evil Two that there was another game company that was trying to make remake Resident Evil Two outside of them. And Capcom, this game company, was from Italy. Ooh, I brought up the wrong thing. Uh, they were an Italian indie game company just making Resident Evil 2 Reborn. And they, Capcom, when making Resident Evil 2 Remake, didn't ask them to just, like, immediately stop. Right, they didn't send they were, them a cease and, cease and desist and threaten to sue them, a la Nintendo. Were, right, they were like, hey... Could you please stop? Like, we're not going to... You don't have to, but could you Could you not? And then as they... Because that game studio stopped making that Resident Evil 2 remake, Capcom brought them on for all their business ideas and for making the game, and then also added that game company in as a thank you at the end of the credits. And I thought that was like absolutely dope because I don't think I've ever seen a game company do that. Yeah, I can't think of any examples. Capcom's that was like a very humbling and appreciative thing, and I was like, "Damn, I didn't know that was alive in the tech industry anymore." Yeah, Capcom's one of those uh, OGs, dog. Also, here's to hoping they make a new Marvel vs. Capcom, but a good one. Speaking of Marvel vs. Capcom, in the Resident Evil 3 remake, if you equip Jill with the rocket launcher, she'll use her Marvel 2 quote. What? Yeah, if you yeah, if you have Jill in like her RE1 outfit with the quad launcher, she'll quote uh I think she says it's over for you, which is her quote from one of her Marvel 2 supers. Capcom. 
is probably one of my favorite game com- game developers ever. A lot of my favorite devs is, will split off from Capcom, so there's yeah, that. right, platinum like <laughs> platinum arcs. Is- like. So yeah, you can't be mad at Capcom or their byproducts of studios. Can't can't hate yeah. them at all. But remember, they're trying to turn it around. You know, mm-hmm. they have been honestly. Yeah, Monster they Hunter. have Monster Hunter, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. We'll see Street Ooh. Fighter, Dino Crisis. Yeah, I know that's what the people want. All right, that's what the people want. Remember, you can follow us all collectively around the internet, CheesyControllerPodcast.com. On Twitter and Twitch, I am at Anton6 with three X's. Chris. Chef and Chris. Jalen. Squid Bishop. Madrid. Speedwagon X. And Josh. I know Jones everywhere. All right, this has been a Nakuma Santi production. Until next time, keep it cheesy.